Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Stocks on the Rocks. This is Ashutosh Hasabnis and as always I have with me my good friend Somin Jagtap. And for today's episode we are discussing a very important topic and that is alternative investments. Hello hello Ashutosh how is it going with you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, the equity markets have soared up uh, brilliantly in the last two weeks. Uh, so, and we are at an all-time high. So, I'm very happy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yes, the market went up like anything this week, and my portfolio is is green almost. Uh, yes, so I'm also <laughs> I'm also happy. And let's say I'm just worried about this week. Maybe it will fall down. Yes. Yes. yeah uh, perhaps some correction uh, is possible because there have been many murmurs of you know uh, some people saying that uh, this is an uh, this is a in, this is an inflated market uh, it could be a bubble the rbi uh, in the last week came out with a statement saying that this could be a bubble and uh, the money supply won't be the same uh, in the coming months so we need to be really cautious going forward Yes, yes. I read the news. I think so. You only sent it to me on Thursday, and I expected yes. that uh, on Friday the market will go down by I think so thousand or six hundred points. But the market right. went up again by three hundred and fifty points, if I'm not wrong. Right, right. And so, have you been doing any buying in the last month or so? <laughs> no, no. Like you said in the last episode, I do not buy when the prices are going up. Like I do not average it out. <laughs> right. I I wanted to buy, but uh, there's a serious lack of funds at my end. So, uh, I'm just sitting on my portfolio. But there was a good uh, buyback offer from SIS Limited, so I participated in that in last week. Uh, and what was the price for the buyback? Yeah, so five uh, fifty rupees was the uh, price for buyback, and uh, I think we had bought at around four twenty levels. Four twenty. And uh, uh, I was entitled for eleven shares, uh, but I thought let's let's give it a go, and uh, uh, I bid for all my shares. So <laughs> let's see. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yes, but uh, my yes. only my only concern is about the next week, like for after day after tomorrow. Right, um, maybe right. maybe market might go down. Yes, yeah. let's see, wait and watch. And yes, like you introduce our topic. Uh, I will be honest with you. I have some clue about what is uh, like the traditional, uh, like modern traditional, and what are the alternative way of investment. So you have to lighten me up with whatever, yes. like whatever you think, like it is important going forward. Yes, yes. So uh, you can be a perfect sample size uh, for the whole Indian population because uh, in the last twenty-five years uh, we've been only privy to uh, the traditional way of investing. So, so the alternative way of investing or the modern way of investing, uh, it it has got some you know publicity or some uh, known uh, elements in the last three to four years in India. so it has been huge in america but for india uh, it it is quite new quite a new development so so let's just talk about the differences between uh, a traditional investment and a an alternative or a modern way of investing so uh, we invest in equities we invest in bonds fixed deposits through mutual funds these are all the traditional means of investing 
and then there are the alternative modes of investing such as uh, investing in small businesses startups uh, hedge funds private equity real estate commodities these are the you know new ways of investing and uh, in portfolio management that that is a separately new concept uh, we can allocate some portion to these alternative investments as well so tradition so primarily speaking you can say that these alternative investments would have a higher risk than the traditional modes of investing and because they have a higher risk then uh, the returns will also be volatile most of us have just started investing in traditional like in the traditional part of the investment like equities and mutual funds and i think so we have to look for the modern ways as well and move towards right right even uh, cryptocurrency so yes uh, that's one important topic yeah so we run the cusp of it and uh, it can be i think classified into an alternative mode of investment uh, even though there are many questions about it whether the <laughs> cryptocurrency is an asset yes, or it's yes. just a mere currency so uh, we'll need some clarity for yeah. that yes i was going to say that only that uh, there are <laughs> many confusions around like whether it's an investment opportunity or just a trading currency so right. i think so it is completely different topic from alternative yes. investment and traditional investment yeah yes uh, we will try to make one episode on solely on cryptocurrencies so l- okay. let's try to do that yes yes definitely definitely so going forward if uh, if we are to jump into alternative investments so what are the types like there there may be some some basic alternative investments i'm not going to yes. deep advance so okay. what are the few types you would like to like uh, name some or explain them as well yes so let's uh, let's deep dive into the four five uh, alternative investments there are there are there so uh, first up uh, we'll talk about uh, the startups or investing in small businesses or startups uh, or venture capital fund primarily speaking so okay. uh, yeah so uh, in us we know that in india the startup culture uh, has been uh, there since around 7 or 8 years and uh, we we keep hearing news of uh, new startups booming and investors going out with huge exits as well so basically for a startup funding there are three or four uh, stages first is the uh, venture first is the angel uh, angel investor so when if we have an idea about a startup uh, then we need the funding or we need the capital so we we try to reach out to angel investors angel in the name uh, says it that yes. uh, an angel or someone who will support you an angel trying to help you with the funding yes. to your startup yes yes, yes. Right. so it could be your friends it could be your family uh, or a- anyone uh, who is interested in the idea so the angel investors come in into the idea stage of the startup then we have the seed funding so seed funding is that uh we have the idea now we need to convert that idea into execution so in that process uh, you would need a lot of money then there come the seed investors then there is okay. early stage financing so now that you've set up your uh, startup now you need to go into the market you need to start the sales and uh, you need to release your products so for the cost uh, will be there and it would be huge 
so that then the the investors that invest in this stage uh, those would be the early stage investors investors okay okay so i have observed one thing like the people who have been in the stock market for like 10 to 15 years now they are looking uh, like investing their money into startups most startups many like uh, i was uh, watching a video on youtube and i saw that many of the youtubers or many of the startup like the startup companies who have, who have flourished they are uh, looking for for an opportunity to invest in other startups for example famous youtubers like uh, ranveer alawadia he has right. uh, he has invested in two three startups then we have uh, nikhil sharma who is known as mumbai ka nikhil he has also invested in many startups in mumbai delhi so i think so going forward this uh, view of investing in startups will de- definitely help us and the economy to boom maybe right right so we talk about the concept of uh, wealth maximization in finance there are uh, two types one is profit maximization one is wealth maximization so wealth maximization would mean that uh, you you enter a company or you invest in the company today at say suppose 100 rupees and after 5 years you exit at say 1000 rupees so the capital return that you've got uh, is is your wealth you've maximized your wealth okay uh, so these uh, so if you are looking at wealth maximization startups can be a great idea uh, mode of because startups yes, yes. have the highest uh, degree of growth or potential growth uh because uh, if if you look at the equity markets uh, many companies are at their uh, stability uh, life uh, yes. in their life they are in the stability period of it so it's very hard to find a growth oriented company uh, there are many but it's hard to find but yes, a yes. good startup will always be growth oriented so yeah but it is again so it is high risk Uh, we know about the ten good startups, but uh, if there are thousand startups, nine ninety will fail. Uh, so anyone investing in a startup takes huge risk and hence gets huge returns as well, or does yes, not yes. get it. Yes, as the law says, like if you want to good money, you have to take the high risk path, yes, and yes. you have to suffer as well if the startup fails. And, yes, yes, definitely. Yes, so uh, like uh, you said. we have there are known companies in the market and i have observed that many of the businesses which are set up like tcs they are they have a team uh, who actually find uh, new startups and they like they have a, they look for opportunity to invest in the startups so maybe yes, yes, this so uh, our listeners and must have heard about zeroda so the zeroda today yes. is the uh, biggest uh, broker in india right so uh, nitin kamath who is the uh, owner of zeroda and founder of zeroda uh, they have a company named rain matter so rain matter uh, invests in all the f- finance companies uh, which are in a startup stage of their life so uh, yes the you know the demand for investing in startups is also growing day by day you can also look at uh, so flipkart was a startup once yes. upon a time uh, yeah. but then uh, the owner mr bansal he exited and uh, he got around 8000 crores for his exit and he took that money and uh, started a new company which invests in startup so he he opened a venture capital fund Okay. and he started investing in many you know startups, startups. so yes uh, startups is a but it, you can also say that 
the known startups they require huge amount of capital we can also invest in a you know uh, some small business uh, in our city or in our locality that would also be an alternative mode of investment investment okay uh, you said about uh, wealth maximization like there are two types and you explain wealth maximization so if we take the example of uh, infoedge and zomato so by right. selling yeah uh, it may be some but infoedge haven't sold the entire stake right Right, they, have, they haven't sold the entire stake. They have sold, I think, around three to four percent. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the you know the wealth maximization is huge yes. because they had uh, they had uh, took the stake for around four percent, four crore, and uh, they are selling for something around the valuation is around seventeen thousand crores. Seventeen yeah. now. Okay, okay. Yeah, the IPO is for eight thousand crores, but yes. the valuation is huge. Wow, wow, that's 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 nice. So I right. think so. This is something new for me and the listeners as well. I haven't heard something. So about just just talking about the returns uh, uh, in this because everyone is so interested in the returns part of it. Yes. Uh, because it is high risk. Uh, you should make around fifty to fifty percent uh, compounded annual growth rate. Uh, because you are taking such a high risk, uh, you should make. Even though the startup is, would be in losses for five years, six years, but the value would keep on growing, right? So a CAGR of fifty to sixty percent uh, is expected in it. Is <laughs> like yeah, you can us. see, uh, you know, uh, famous companies like Google Pay, uh, Swiggy, Zomato, Dunzo. Everyone is in losses. But their valuations are huge. Huge, huge. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, if we uh, if we look at the uh, capital point of view, uh, I've heard a name like Sequoia Capital. Yeah, so Sequoia what, Capital. Yeah, Sequoia Capital. I think so. It's based in Singapore. So what are they like? What is the function of Sequoia Capital? Are they in angel investors? I don't think so. They are angel investors, right? No, uh, not angel. They are huge. Uh, so they generally invest in. Uh, the latter stage of a startup for example uh, companies such as zomato swiggy they are established right so sequoia capital or softbank from japan, japan. Uh, they'll they'll invest in you know uh, startups which are established because the risk is low than when you invest when a startup is at its early stage Okay, okay, and just like uh, we invest in uh, in a stock market, like uh, thinking it's our company, we have to invest in similar way in a startup. Uh, keeping in mind that it's our company, it will be in losses, and one day it will flourish. So yes, startup could be a good uh, alternative investment investment going forward. And yes. if we go forward, uh, what will be the second alternative investment or the modern okay. modern investment? Yes. Uh, so there, we uh, many of us must have heard about private equity firms uh, or private equity funds. So what these companies do is that uh, they invest in uh, companies which are not listed on the stock market. Okay. So okay. we invest. If you are in the, uh, so we as investors, uh, we know that there are these publicly traded companies, and we invest in these. But uh, what about the private uh, companies which are not listed on the market? So these private equity firms invest in those type of companies, either startup or established, or they invest in a public company with the intention of making them private. Okay. That that is also uh, one way of doing it. 
So essentially, there is a concept of leveraged buyout (LBO). Uh, what they do is that uh, a loan is taken uh, from a banking institution, and that loan goes on to the balance sheet of the company they are acquiring, and then they take a controlling interest uh, in that company. Okay. Uh, Generally, they invest in companies which are, you know, uh, cash generating, profitable, and established. Okay. So, for example, if suppose suppose I am rich, I am highlighting the word suppose, uh, and if I invest in Serum Institute, so that would be private equity, right? Private equity. Yes. 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 Okay. Yes, okay. Yes. Understood. Understood. so if we as investors if we want to uh, invest in uh, you know private limited companies uh, the issue is that these firms require a minimum capital of 25 lakhs or 50 lakhs okay. so right now we cannot do that but the high net worth individuals uh, they can you know invest in these funds and uh, what about the risk capital in this uh, in this venture Huge. Huge, it is huge, so, but yeah. uh, but we have seen that many of the like many of the uh, wealth uh, wealthy people they invest in a known company. Like I gave an example of Serum Institute. So if someone invests in Serum Institute, they they know that Serum Institute is performing well. Now they have uh, like they have the vaccine production house, and like I think so, risk will be uh, low in such uh, in such ideas. uh it really depends because uh, if you are talking about serum institute and they are doing well right now but what about the growth mechanism going forward or what about the future cash flows because what happens is that these uh, private equity firms they do a due diligence of around 6 months or 8 months uh, so the manners on this is huge and anything can trickle your investment uh, from external factors to internal factors and if you're putting so much of your uh, time energy and eventually the capital uh, it is bound to be high risk because uh, you're committing to that company in a sense okay okay so it can, it will be high risk as well like with it would be high risk uh, and Uh, the returns would be around thirty to thirty-five percent. Thirty, so less than the startup. Like if the startup flourish. Yeah, because startup is uh, investing in a startup is uh, high high risk. High risk, yeah. completely high risk. Okay, okay. So moving forward, uh, we complete two points versus uh, startups. Second was yes. private equity. So uh, let's go ahead with uh, unknown point for. Uh, almost everyone that is real estate real estate right. okay so we've been here hearing about uh, real estate since years the primarily uh, primary way of investing in real estate is buying a property uh, buying land or agriculture uh, investing in that those would be the primary primary modes of investing in real estate uh, we have a new way uh, of investing in real estate Uh, we know that the uh, we live in pune in kothrud so we know that if you want to buy a property today in kothrud uh, say 2 bhk you would need a capital of around 1.5 cr uh, definitely and not everyone can afford that right but yes. if you want to uh, invest in real estate there is a new uh, mode of investing that is reit rit that is real estate investment trust 
what the what that does is that uh, these these trust this trust is listed on the market stock market okay. and uh, all of us can invest in it so essentially we are becoming part owners uh, of a real estate property for okay. example yes so there is only one company so this is fairly new concept in india uh there are two companies uh, one is embassy office that is in uh, it has properties in bangalore and mumbai as well okay. so uh, embassy office you can uh, check the stock uh, on money control as well so you can if you buy the stock uh, essentially you are buying part of that property okay okay i think this is a completely new concept for me and the listeners because i haven't heard about reit so I what the yeah. problem that it has solved is that uh, not everyone can buy properties worth 1 cr or 1.5 yes. cr but you can buy a proportion oh. of it right so oh. you can buy for 10000 20000 i i don't know why i think uh, for from my perspective investing in real estate right now is not good maybe i don't know the concepts maybe no, i no, no, no. clueless about it maybe no, i don't no, no, know no, correct but, correct correct uh, i completely agree and uh, see uh, as we discussed in in our automobile podcast uh, th- there is sentiment involved in buying a car or buying a property so the generation above us our parents grandparents uh, they, they loved buying properties 1 2 and uh, i don't think that is uh, more of a concern for me and our generation going forward because we're we're more about experiences than you know uh, sentiment yes yes so right so uh, we can link this to uh, a totally important concept that is rent versus buy so uh, would you i'll just uh, you know put you on a spot okay. would you rather buy a com- buy a property for say one cr or would you rent it for 20000 Uh, I would definitely rent it because I think so. It is more flexible. I correct, maybe correct. there may be some uh, like there may be some from in the listeners section. They prefer buying property, but from my perspective, I think so. Let's rent. Yes, so let's uh, let's talk about the financial aspect of this. Okay. Yes, sure. Let's keep aside the sentiment mm-hmm. uh, and just talk about the financial aspect. So what you are doing is twenty thousand rent per month, and uh, generally, if you are buying a property worth one crore, uh, we'll put in our money to, of twenty percent, and we'll take a loan of seventy to eighty percent. Home loan, right? yes, right. so essentially we are saving that 20 lakh today and then we just hypothetically will invest that 20 lakh uh, across mutual funds and fixed deposits if you don't want much exposure then invest a lot of it in fd and some portion in mutual funds right and, so uh, just averaging maybe, maybe yeah, in this way we uh, we like the money is working for us If we yes, measure right. 20 lakh, right. the money is working right. for us. So, so if we are buying a property, we're just giving away 20 lakh today. That is a huge cash outflow huge uh, cash. today, right? Yes, yes. So, instead, just invest in a mutual fund or a fixed deposit. And if you if you have high risk uh, appetite, then go for equities, 
right then you will see that uh, so there's an excel working for this as well that uh, if you uh, go ahead to the 20th year from today you will see that uh, renting a property was financially uh, well, good that because uh, the emi you also have the problem of paying monthly emis uh, yes, when yes. you buy a property that's right that's right that's right so uh, let's do the listeners you can put uh, your views on the instagram page link will be in the down in the description box below and okay. yes real estate i think so what is your opinion you asked me about my opinion will you rent or will I, you buy i'll definitely rent i'm <laughs> not a, a huge fan of uh, buying it and uh, also uh, i i know that my parents will pressurize me uh, to buy uh, yeah to buy after you know four five years but uh, let's see i'll be a rebel then <laughs> and uh, talking about uh, talking about uh, you know uh, just this industry of real estate uh, just before the pandemic as well uh, it wasn't in a good stage uh, i think in tamil nadu around 75% of the uh buildings uh, were unsold so pure inventory yeah. for the build like i also i also read news uh, like during the pandemic when uh, covid started like real estate is been down for quite a long time and yes, right. yes. so buying a property in say 2010 11 that was good because uh, since then uh, this mode of investment has given huge returns but now it has come to a sort of a saturation point uh, wherein you don't know how it will go ahead uh, yes like when we bought this flat it was like 10% of what the actual value is right now 10 to 15% yes. i think so and it has sold like an like, living living in kothrud karvinagar it's like the real estate prices are That's too high too high and right. yes and I, if, if you want to compare uh, i think equity markets after 20 years uh, would be equal to real estate today uh, in oh. the sense that uh, after 20 years we might uh, so india would be almost developed after 20 years and uh, there would be some saturation in equities and the same saturation we are seeing today in real estate real estate that's right that's right and yes so we complete i think so three points first uh, first was like startup second was private equities and third is <laughs> real estate uh, yes, yes. so there's another uh, mode of investment alternative investment that is hedge fund so uh, we must have heard of people saying i'll hedge this i'll hedge that yes and yes and for a beginner uh, the word hedge seems too complicated but uh, in essence if we just read for 5 minutes we'll know that it's i know it's complex and the function or the execution could be complex but not so the meaning so but basically when i would mean that yeah yeah when i when i heard the word hedge funds i thought of it as a banking term <laughs> like i will never understand the hedge funds but yeah. when i when i read something about what is hedge funds on google and uh, it was i think so in the syllabus as well so yes right. hedge funds could be the good option so yes please go and yes. explain so, us hedge funds yeah so uh, what hedging means that uh, for one asset or for one underlying of that asset 
you uh, you take two positions you go long and you go short as well so what you are doing is you are reducing your risk in the process because if one position or if one asset does not do well then you have this hedged position as well which will you know save you so this is a very very b- basic way of uh, explaining it. Uh, it it is a bit complex if you deep dive into the concept but the general or the simple meaning would be uh, taking two positions uh, which go in the opposite direction uh, for one underlying or for one asset okay, so what okay. what so, these hedge yeah. funds yeah 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 so these hedge funds uh, also try uh, to get a return of around 50% or 60% because uh, it is highly leveraged as well so you want to get a good return so that your margin stays intact okay so it is similar to like startups like we have a high risk high profit kind of situation in hedge funds in that yeah just just uh, for that point it would be similar that uh, it is high, high risk but for that we should know the market in and out right like i just can't like get up tomorrow and start uh, investing in hedge funds right no you can't just uh, get up tomorrow and start hedging uh, Uh, yeah because i also uh, don't do intraday trading and uh, you know you need some experience yes. in it before you can uh, do that and for hedge funds uh, you again uh, similar to private equity fund there are hedge funds uh, but again these are for uh, the high net worth individuals uh, yes, because yes. hedge funds also command huge capital huge capital that's right and to the to the listeners this is not any financial advice please uh, go and check uh, with the financial advisor uh, before investing your money and right. yes right. so so uh, as we discussed in the beginning that alternative investments are uh, a bit riskier than the modern the traditional way of investing so when you are doing a portfolio diversification uh you uh, based on your risk appetite you can uh you know allo- allocate some uh, some of your money to uh, alternative investments okay okay so uh let's conclude the hedge fund part and i will put a link uh, in the description as well regarding what is hedge funds and uh, pros and cons uh, uh, in the description box yeah so moving on uh, are there any more types of uh, alternative investment yes there can be so th- this is not an exhaustive list so to say uh, there are the commodities as well the commodity mark commodities market is uh, huge uh, but it is very difficult to you know trade in it because uh, you require a lot of uh, knowledge and lot of experience in it uh, yes. and then there is the infrastructure development investments as well these are capital intensive in nature uh so so not really for you know the retail portion uh, of investors and then there are others as well but uh, i think we had a good discussion on yes, the yes. primary ones yes and i think so it was a good decision a good discussion because i gained much knowledge about alternative investment and the modern investment as well uh, i just had the knowledge of traditional like equity mutual funds and if the listeners know any specific alternative investment they can list it down or in the comment section on instagram and yes. let's so um, just, yeah. just to interrupt yes yes uh, we are, as we are speaking this this is all theory but as we are speaking uh, there are you know new ways of uh, investing 
coming into the market so just there's just uh, this one case uh, so i know of a company which has uh, invested in another company uh, who lends to uh, small small scale businesses for education loan vehicle loan right so what the process is that we as investors uh, we give our money to this company and then this company will uh, do an onward lending or will uh, you know give that money as a loan to uh, prospective businesses and uh, to you know students who want a education loan or for vehicle loan as well and in it also you get a good return of around 13 14% but there is exposure there is yes, some of yes. risk because uh, if the person who has borrowed the money if they do a default then uh, there would be exposure but uh, just wanted to uh, you know state the point that as we are speaking this there are new modes of investing coming into the market yes that's definitely and i think so it was really a good a good discussion overall so like we have one question at end of every episode uh, today's question is i will ask you right now uh, of all the investment opportunities in the alternative investment which one will you choose if we are to invest tomorrow uh, yes uh, by, by far i love the idea of a venture capital fund uh, which invests in startups and small businesses as well uh, because you know the, the prospects or the growth potential is huge in there and uh, that you can also learn a lot of things uh, even if you work in a startup let alone invest and uh, sit at the board of directors so just an anecdote i tried uh, investing in a uh, small restaurant that we uh, have in uh, pune uh, but they, they didn't want to expand so they've just postponed uh, my prospect we so were no no we won't take the name uh, <laughs> I, i i really like the uh, venture capital mechanism what yes. about you i think so i will go with the same answer because real estate is not an option for me and for hedge funds and other two i need good capital for that so maybe a startup could be a good option for now and in future let's see thank you for tuning in to today's episode of stocks on the rocks if you're listening to this on spotify please press the follow button so that you know when we upload we also have our own instagram page link to the same is down in the description box please share this podcast with your friends and family see you on the next one